As hilarious as that music may sound, it is not how I want to kick off my podcast. Welcome to the Michael Aldred Comedy Podcast. It's going to be so much fun where he makes humor of himself and the many things in New York City. Oh, and by the way, this is not the voice of Bruno. Is it weird that I just got done putting on fingernail anti-biting polish? Uh, I... what's it called? It's called Stop the Bite by Onx Professional. Uh, is it weird that I just said their name and they're not the sponsor for my show? Um, maybe, but you know what? I'm giving you guys details... Because I know that details are appreciated. Um, it makes it more fun, right? You're able to follow the journey a little bit more. So anyway, the reason I'm putting this uh, nail-biting polisher that I did on my fingernails is because I need to stop biting my nails. Um, I'm 30 years old. I've been... Every year, my New Year's resolution is to stop biting my fingernails. And I've been unsuccessful thus far. Um, not the most attractive look in my opinion but you know what I do I embrace it to a certain extent I embrace it to a certain extent I don't want to embrace it so much that I just give up on it altogether but um I think uh but what's the but but's not the right word um and is the right word uh, and I don't I lost my train of thought guys sorry about that not that it matters right it doesn't matter if you think about it right do you realize that you're probably never gonna think about this again that what we just talked about even if it entertained you it absolutely doesn't matter but you know what now that i said it doesn't matter you're gonna remember it you know what i mean and now that i'm telling you that you'll remember it you might not remember it um and we can play that game all day but uh it's weird the mind is something ain't it Ain't it weird how we're all interconnected, guys? I mean, what's the deal with that? Um, anybody who's traveled worldwide uh, knows that we're all interconnected. You can, um, whether you speak different languages or, um, you know, have completely different culture, when you get on a random train in a random town in a random part of the world, the same nuances and awkwardnesses exist. It's crazy. Um... And the same attractions, you know, you see a pretty human being, regardless of what you're attracted to, and you get horny, uh, regardless of where you are on the globe, and regardless of what race, religion, or and or creed, um, we're animals is what I'm trying to say, guys, and there's nothing wrong with that. We are some really fresh mammals, in my opinion. I love... I love our species, eh? Hey, hey, I love our species, eh? Alright. Um, just so you guys know, I'm not on drugs right now. I am just in a, in a fun mood, and I'm letting go right off the bat. Decaf. Don't give a frick. Um, Star Wars Return of the Jedi is on tonight on TNT. I've got it on with the volume off right now. Let's give it up for Star Wars Return of the Jedi. I don't know if you guys are excited about... The Last Jedi coming out. Oh, Darth Vader just uh, entered. Very scary, guys. I just uh, soiled myself because Darth Vader is 
the Lord of Fear. Um, okay. Um, I actually recently got a couple posters in the mail. I only got a I uh, So this new apartment that I have, it's not really new anymore. I've been here since February, but I have been keeping it really, uh, what is it? Not chic, but just clean and uh, uncluttered as much as possible. Like it, I don't need to kind of doctor up the place because it's, it's cool as is. But I do have a Claude Monet poster hanging on my wall um, from where I went in France. I forget the name of the town. Was it Beau? Anyway, it's where um, it's where Monet painted the sunrise. So you get feel free to Google where was sunrise by Monet painted. If you guys are really interested, it, it escapes me. Even though I was there, uh, B A U X, I believe may have been the name. Or Han Floor. That's it. Han Floor. Uh, oh, there's R two D two on the screen. My last name is Old Droid, um, and uh, my dad came up with Old R two D two a long time ago. It's funny how the stuff my dad um, came up with I didn't really get or think was cool as a kid, but now I'm like that is so cool. We're the old R two D twos. My dad is Old R two D two, and I'm Young BB eight. If that makes sense. We're both droids. He's the old droid. I'm the young droid. Uh, that's my impression. Um, that's my best uh, BB-8 and or R2-D2 impression that I can give to you guys. Um, and I do like to think that if I were a robot, I would be R2-D2. And if I were a Star Wars character, I would be Luke Skywalker's right-hand man. All right, we are hitting all kinds of topics already. Fingernail biting, uh, Star Wars. Uh, I got a couple Star Wars posters, that's what I meant to say. Uh, you know, let's give it up for the battle between Kylo Ren and Luke Skywalker and or Rey. I want to see, I want to see Luke Skywalker mentor Rey, but I want to see Kylo Ren fall in love with Rey. Um, you know, I want to see him fall in love with her and that be what pulls him back to the light. He already can tell she's extremely powerful. Um, but I think her powerful skills are inherent, if that makes sense. Um, you know, the lust for power by following the path of the dark side will not get you the ultimate checkmate, guys. Right? It will not get you the ultimate checkmate. Ray hath checkmate on Kylo via love. All right? Um, and I, I, if they're not family, and even if they are, well, uh, if they are, they might be pulling a Jon Snow, Daenerys Targaryen thing. I don't know. Hopefully not. I don't think that uh, Disney would do that. But I, if they're not family... I have a feeling that that's going to be what um, pulls Kylo back to the light. And as terrible of deeds as he's already committed with his father, Han Solo, I do think that, um, unfortunately, he's sealed his fate. So he won't be able to be saved by love, but love will save everybody from Kylo. Um, I have a feeling he'll... he'll uh, I think Kylo will do something good in the end. Um, and I think that what that will be is he will surrender. He'll, he'll bend the knee 
um, to Ray. <laughs> Just mixing terminology here, guys. I think Kylo will bend the knee to Ray um, as he allows for that John. I forget his uh, Finn. Finn. Finn and Ray are going to end up together. Um, and even though I don't believe that you can earn love. I just think that Kylo has kind of sealed his fate with what he did to his papa. Um, it's bullshit, and it made me want to punch him in the face when I saw it. Um, so, yeah, I think that what 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 the end of the Series 9 or Episode 9 will be is Kylo kind of like uh, stopping that weird alien thing that he answers to. Um, he'll be like stopping him or standing up to him, standing up to his boss, if you will. And saying, no, you will not, you will not, I will protect Ray. and I know that she loves John, and aka his name is Finn, I, and, and I'm going to do one last good deed, um, um, so that I can at least have maybe somewhat of a people, a peaceful rest in the afterlife. <laughs> How do you guys feel about that surmises? Does it make you horny? Um, guys, I'm turning into a bigger and bigger dork every day. And you know what? I embrace it. I was a jock and a dork. How do you feel about that? Is that interesting to you? I was a, a jock and a dork. Um, but I was a nice jock. Um, I wrote apology letters to many a girl, many a female... <laughs> Uh, this might be too personal. I rent... I actually... Um, there were some girls... I've interacted with uh, many a girl uh, in many different levels, whether that be a um, physical, romantic um, sessions or uh, friendship or whatever. Anyway, I, I did send some apology letters like Billy Madison did... Um, to some girls in college that I felt like I had wronged. I think some of them I probably didn't necessarily need to, but there were a couple girls that like appreciated it. I think some girls didn't think it was necessary, and some girls, a couple of them, I think actually were like duly noted. I thank you, like apology accepted type of thing. Um. So, yeah, life, guys, right? Ain't ain't it full circle, right? You gotta, you gotta uh, lie in the bed that you make, guys, is what I'm trying to say. Um, so, it's never too late to uh, try to try to do some good deeds. It's never too late to try to invest in good karma, guys. Alright. Um, I've got a lot of cool stuff to talk about. Um, I, I... Speaking of the lady life, you know, let's... Let's come back to that. I'm going to make you guys wait. I'm going to uh, give you some blue testes. Is that it? Blue testes with the ladies there, guys. Um, I went to Jimmy Fallon. Okay, so the last time we did an episode was episode 31. That was very special. Caleb Medley uh, was, was a great guest. We had a blast that weekend. The rest of the night was great. We left off where we were about to go out and uh, did some great dancing. Uh, did some dancing with some college girls, guys. You know, I uh, I really let loose there on the dance floor. I almost did stand up actually that night at uh, at like this new 
bar slash club in Columbia. They were gonna have me do a couple minutes before they open up the the club, uh, like to the, to the dance floor. But it was like it was the popping place, uh, and unfortunately, the timing didn't work out. But the the guy who worked, I, I met this dude at the event who worked with the football team or worked at the event, and he's like a DJ or something. So anyway, he was cool and he tried, but neither either way, the music was awesome. We got on on the dance floor. We got loose. I um, interacted with um, with people. Uh, I had my bowl ring out, and I, I think it attracted more guys than girls, and in a non-sexual way. But uh, there was a, a lot of dudes that were um, they were uh, uh, in uh, what's the word? encapsulated by my bull ring um people were i guess i was i normally wouldn't do this but people were uh, a little tipsy i was tipsy so i was letting people like try it on and wear it or whatever not a good idea to do that with strangers but whatever all right um definitely a lot of fun though and um probably um had uh, too many beverages but hey we were in como and uh I don't think I'll be back there this year, so it was uh, it was a blast. Um, God bless Caleb Medley, um, and I mean that with all sincerity. Um, appreciate him rooting on me. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make him I'm gonna make him a winner. I'm gonna do what I can, Caleb. If you're listening to this right now, I hope you have a boner. Um, all right, let's talk about Jimmy Fallon on 9/11. That was special. He didn't do any jokes uh, about 9-11 at all. They didn't even talk about it, which, let me clarify, there's nothing funny about 9-11, but I thought he would say something about it in his monologue. It wasn't talked about. Maybe they did it in the live show. I didn't see the recording of the the live show. Uh, Let let me clarify. I went to the monologue rehearsal with my buddy Wally, who um, I think I've talked about him before. Oh, he's been on, he was on um, my 30th birthday Sausage Fest podcast. I don't even remember if that was the name of it, um, but it was something like that. Um, and he, uh, we went to Jimmy Fallon together. Uh, we had fun. Um, one of the girls from the uh, who does the warm-ups, I met her. She was very nice, um, a cute lady, um, and uh, we're interconnected on the interweb now. By the way, speaking of girls. I feel like I feel like I owe it to you guys to kind of I know I've mentioned different girls throughout the different episodes and I think it would be kind of not only unfair to you but kind of just like weird for me just to go from episode to episode mentioning a different girl or girls each time and then never talking about them again on here. I don't want that to be a f- reflection of how I feel about those ladies. Um it's a sign I, I would say if I don't talk about them it means that it's a sign that our lives are not active at the moment intertwined so let me give you some examples um, a while back I did an episode where we had a really great uh, chemical reaction and an instant kind of fun banter and play that was the girl that I met on Bumble and I read that those texts to you uh, I can say that um, we are friends. Uh, she's a great girl. Um, it didn't 
escalate into you know like a relationship but um i'm very happy um that she uh is one of my friends i I haven't actually gotten to hang out with her lately but i need to reach out to her because it'd be great to see her if any of her friends are listening to this let her know that uh i want to hang out and and grab a grab a drink or something (laughs) that's so weird uh uh that they came out. I feel awkward now. I feel like they're here listening to me right now. Isn't that weird? But it's in my head. That's, isn't that, that's part of life, guys. So, ladies, if you are friends with the, the female that I'm talking about, um, who works on the, uh, one of the uh, Good Morning shows and is, is an awesome girl, let her know that, well, you don't need to let her know anything if you don't want to. No pressure, you know? Um, but I, I do want to hang out with her soon and maybe we can all hang out right how how does that sound to you guys i I remember she mentioned that her friends wanted to kind of started listening to my podcast i don't know if you guys gave up a while ago when i didn't bring up her again uh and i can understand if you stopped you know as a result of that because because it it's possible that you only started listening based on our interaction uh, it's possible that I'm talking to uh, people that are not listening right now, and it's a very targeted approach. And I don't and I don't want to alienate the rest of my listeners by just speaking to you, ladies. But I want you to know that I gave you the the love that I have uh, right now, and um, it'd be great to have a group drink. It, it can be uh, non-alcoholic. <laughs> I'm down for uh, you know grabbing some. Um, some some, what do they call that? Like the the juicing, you know. We can do that, or uh, maybe we can all get a tan in Central Park together. Um, and it sounds like I'm. I don't want it to sound like I'm kind of making fun of the situation or, or downplaying or being disrespectful. I really, I sincerely mean it would be fun. I I like people. I I thoroughly enjoy human interaction, and I feel like I've matured, matured a lot since college. I mentioned being a, a jock and a um, dork. I think part of... You can't just stereotype all jocks as like... Um, I hear it in UCB a lot. Like I feel like people at UCB like hate bros automatically. They're just like, oh, every bro's the same. They're all whatever. And, and I don't, I don't think it's good to stereotype anybody. In fact, I'm going to start a march for bros, guys. (laughs) I'm going to start a march for the frat boys, for the marginalized frat boys and the bros out there that have good hearts and, you know, don't, uh, do things that, uh, you know, don't use girls, you know, and, and things like that. Right. So, um, yeah, all right, and uh, we are still live, Mike. So, try not to spend too much night time thinking and dilly dallying. Try to keep this thing going so the listeners can, you know, stay tuned in and be happy that they're listening. All right, you gotta vary it up when you're like not knowing what you're saying, right? That way. It keeps it interesting and everybody's happy. And that's my... Whenever I... <laughs> can't think I'll do my R2-D2. Alright. Um, 
James Fallon talked about. Let's cross that off the list. It's October 4th today, by the way, in case anyone's interesting. I shouldn't have said that now. I have to upload the episode tonight. Mike, what the heaven is your problem? All right. Um, you guys ever just wish that you could, like, plug yourself into the Matrix or... You know, kind of like Neo, where he was just able to upload all kinds of information into his mind, you know, and just had access to that. Because there's way too much information out there that you have to pick and choose what you will allow yourself to absorb. There's only so many hours in a day, and you can only... If you think about it, people are like computers. Is that crazy or what? Uh, think about your, your Mac, if you have a Mac, or whatever, if you use Windows, same thing. Like, whenever you upload stuff, that's basically learning, right? So when you read a book, you're uploading the information into your mind. Um, whenever you absorb the news, you're uploading basically updates from what's going on in your city, around the world, you're uploading those in your mind. Can I please just get a flash drive and shove it in the back of my neck to save time? I want to just know what's going on and be able to comment on those things without having to put in the work and the time. Does that make sense? Is that is that bad? Uh, I think it's just trying to, you know, create efficiency, guys. Um, hey, if Neo did it and he's the one, then why can't I? Why can't you? Huh? Huh? Come on. I mean, you know what I mean? Hey. Uh, Hugh Hefner, guys, that's that's something that is relevant. It's actually a couple of days past relevant right now. Um, God bless Hugh Hefner. He uh, passed away um, within the last week, and um, 91 years old. You know, it's a complete tragedy uh, that this man died at such a young age and you know never really getting to experience what it's like to you know be with extremely attractive women um if we could just take a quick moment moment of silence no uh, I, I don't want it to that's actually nick swartzen i have to give him credit for that i saw his tweet he said something like that in other words it was shorter it was less than 180 characters right which twitter is actually changing soon i think they're doing or right now it's 140, they're going to 280. Anyway, Nick Schwartzen gets credit for that, and it was the funniest uh, Hugh Hefner tweet that I saw. Um, mine was more sentimental. I said something like, uh, you know, I hope that Hugh Hefner found love while uh, while he was um, here on Earth. And I know, guys, I know. Sorry uh, if you uh, don't like that, you know, that, that sappy stuff there. But, uh, you know, I'm being genuine. I really do mean it. Um, and um, I'll try not to uh, over. I'll try not to over uh, saturate you with get, with the love stuff. All right, you know, because I love you, and I don't want you to uh, feel uh, suffocated by that. All right. Uh, so Hugh Hefner, my dad worked for Playboy back in the seventies. I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on the Kizast, the pod Kizast. Um, that sounds more like, has, that, that sounds weird. I'm trying to do the, like, rapping where they're like, 
you know, remote contrizzle or the the pod kiss ass. All right, uh, didn't really. Sounds like kiss ass, and and I don't really uh, think that that's cool. All right. So anyway, my dad worked for Playboy in the '70s, and he was. Uh, kind of like a utility guy um he was like the flanker <laughs> football term my dad was a the flanker at playboy um he uh first of all yes i know that that makes my dad automatically cool um regardless of anything else if if that's the only thing you guys ever knew about my dad um that's all you need to know to know how cool he is so uh, he not only did he work at the Playboy Mansion, but he actually got me into the Playboy Mansion once, uh, which is uh, I I I can't think of too many um, people out there, especially dudes that can that not can say but should say the truth about their experience in the Playboy Mansion, which is hey. My dad got me in. <laughs> um, my mom was really cool about it. She was glad that my dad was able to take me there. Um, and I'm very thankful. We got to take pictures. We got a personal tour from uh, his old boss who's like running the shizzo out there. Uh, even though Playboy, I think, is... I don't know what they're doing anymore. I'm, are they still making stuff? I don't know. Do they even have a magazine? I really don't know. But it was a couple years ago... And at that time, it was cool. They were still making stuff. Um, but I know that, you know, things have obviously changed a lot. Anyway, they, they kept everything kind of intact, at least up until that point. Recently, the Playboy Mansion got sold. I don't know for how much. But, um, you know, got to go all over the grounds of the of the, the mansion. It's on Charing Cross Road, uh, not too far away from UCLA area in, um, what is it? Not Santa Monica. It's like a little. I forget the name of it. I used to perform um, at this place called the Westwood Brewery, I think, uh, out by uh, out by UCLA. And uh, Charing Cross is is not too far from there. Uh, it's obviously a gated entrance, so you can't get it. You can't just get in there and take the picture that I have on my Instagram, unless. You know, your dad was able to hook you up and get you into the Playboy Mansion. Um, but, yeah, we there's like a wishing well. I have a picture there, which is pretty boss status, if I may. Um, humble brag. But uh, very cool. I, I got to see a couple Playboy bunnies that day, too. Um, in fact, I got to kind of um, hang out with them and, you know, put my arm around them and, you know have some really good one-on-one -on -one time, um, you know, behind closed doors. Um, and I'm, I'm very thankful for that. Um, you know, it was, uh, it was inside the zoo that they have at the Playboy Mansion. They have uh, these little tiny bunnies there. Um, they're really cute. They're like, you know, like, you know, like a couple pounds each. Um, and, uh, you know, just, I love animals. I love rabbits. Um, so, it was really cool. I assumed that they are that they had their shots and everything. Um, and yeah, uh, the cool thing about the Playboy Mansion is they have like all these not outhouses, guest houses. Yeah, 
they have like a workout facility underground in these little like private rooms, which I wonder what people do in there. You know what I mean? Like, it's like what what are these what are all these rooms for? <laughs> like these tiny rooms, like uh, you know, it's like let's get practical here, guys. You know what I mean? Like, uh... <laughs> um, so yeah, they have. Uh, a workout facility underground and then that's somewhat near the grotto area the grotto is pretty cool i got uh, to crawl around in there i didn't get in the water um because i didn't want to get an std you know what i mean i mean <laughs> it's like uh <laughs> gotta be smart uh, i wore a, a body condom when i got in the water no um i wore my goulashes you know i wore my uh my rain boots into the into the grotto, you know, my rain boots that went up to my mid-thigh. And, uh, you know, there's a couple girls in there, and I says to them, uh, hey, you know, I, I know this is an atypical uh, outfit for the Playboy Mansion, but uh, I just want to make sure I protect myself. Um, I also am going to, if we do happen to have any type of sexual intercourse, I came prepared. You know, I have a, a, a condom, and at the base of the condom is a, is a wide piece of plastic, you know, six-inch uh, radius, you know, like a circular piece of plastic that, uh, you know, not every condom, you know, um, eliminates all STDs because, you know, sometimes skin can touch skin. So this uh, really sexy six-inch radius piece of plastic that goes right at the base of the condom there, you know, it really uh, protects you from just about everything, you know. And uh, the, the way that it works is, you know, it scares the girl away and she won't have sex with you. So, uh, you know, you just take the little strap and you fasten it around the back and, uh, you know, it's like chick repellent. You know, it's the like best form of birth control. I don't know why I'm doing that voice. Um, I don't know if you guys, I don't know how you feel about it. And, you know, frankly, I do care. I'm not going to say I don't care because I do. But I'm having fun with it. And I think that's what matters. You know, I think I was I was recently having a conversation with some fellas and, and a, a, a cute girl. Um, and they were kind of being unconfident around her or whatever. And they were, like, calling out the mistakes that they... The awkwardnesses that they felt with her. And I, I didn't mean to, like, try and upstage them. I was just trying to help them out. But I know it probably made me look like a, a jerk. Uh, you know, I was like, guys, um, just a quick lesson with ladies... Uh, it's not the mistakes you make in front of them. It's when you, in your own head, think you made a mistake, right? It's um, it's the unconfidence that you pro portray um, after you think you did something that wasn't cool. Girls don't notice that. What they notice is um, how you're acting, right? So as soon as you're like, like being unconfident or whatever it's like uh stop being unconfident you freaking putts you know what i mean like that's not attractive bro step it up a notch all right i guess that's the jock in me um forgive me guys uh you know let's get humble real quick and talk about star wars so that i can balance it out you know what i mean all right uh you know that way i can be like nice and passive and then it like makes me less of a jerk or something you know and that you know, like, do this. Every time I feel like I'm being a jerk, just do the, you know, old R2-D2 voice. <laughs> I don't know why I'm acting like this, guys. Um, this is what happens when you don't communicate with the outside world. I've been locked up in my apartment for the last 15 days, and I have not interacted with another human being, and I do not know what to do now. No, that's not true at all. Uh, I, I was out today. 
31 minutes just completed. That's cool. Lucky number 31. Feel free um, to acknowledge that. Feel free to have a moment of silence over it. I don't know. You know. Feel free to have a moment of silence over my work ethic. <laughs> oh, man. This is fun. Um, my buddy across the hall um, that I told you guys about before, um, we're continuing to become better friends. And uh, I went to his apartment today uh, for a second, and he's got like, like all these like motivational quotes. Everything's like clean in there. He's got like, you know, like his days mapped out on a whiteboard, and it reminds me of myself in a lot of ways. It's it's actually kind of uh, fun, entertaining, and cool to see. Right? He's he's extremely uh, focused and motivated. He's like he goes to bed at like <laughs> like eight forty five, and. Uh, Anyway, we went out last weekend, or I went to, what happened, Sunday night, I think it was. I think he, he has, like, atypical days off. He makes his own, he's, like, a CEO of his own thing. Um, so he, like, makes his own hours or whatever and just, like, works with his clients. And uh, he goes to my comedy show Sunday night, and he's, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to say too much because it's, uh, if I ever say his name, I don't want him to feel like I'm revealing too much, but just... Some girls were a bad influence on him, all right? He let he let these freaking girls that he was attracted to suck him in and uh, do some things that he probably shouldn't have been doing. And uh, as a result, he was freaking out. Uh, <laughs> so funny to uh, to watch him. Anyway, he, he tells me recently that uh, he did a cost-to-benefit analysis on uh, meeting girls out versus like other ways like more the quality of the how do you say it not quality of girl because you know all girls I believe are created equal but the quality of values I guess that that you would want to have if you're going to go for like a long term relationship so he does this he tells me about this cost analysis, that uh, cost to benefit analysis he did, and uh, he's going to be sending me that, and I'm going to, um, I'm going to pick that one apart and uh, perhaps publish it. Uh, it'll be uh, my first publish, and uh, you know, I'm just getting my hands in all kinds of things over here, guys. You know why? Cause uh, I'm a boss. All right. Now I'm, I don't know if I'm, I'm kidding, guys. I, can, is it okay to joke? Cockily, when it's not true, like I'm not gonna publish that. Does that make sense? So if I was actually to publish that, then then me being a cocky person, I think is kind of like rude or uh, not rude, but just like unappealing. But it's okay to be cocky if it's not true. <laughs> Does that make sense? It's like, hey guys, uh, you know I'm like 18 feet tall. And, uh, you know I'm like so good with the ladies because I'm like towering over them all the time and you know I don't know I don't know it, it, you don't want to be cocky like that guy in Step Brothers you know um, cause cause those things were true and then he's like uh, he's the kind of jock that you that you don't want to be right he's the uh, uh, excuse me uh, what's my problem I don't have a problem I made over 550k last year how much did you make uh, you don't want to be that guy but he's the funniest dude in that movie in my opinion uh, his character is at least John William Farrell I think is the funniest overall but in that particular movie I think that uh, that brother what's his face is uh, is the funniest character in that flick yeah, it's, his, it's his actual brother 
Um, anyway, anywho, I've got about 38,000 more minutes worth of material for you guys for this podcast. Uh, nail biting polish uh, done. Uh, what else do we want to talk about? I need to put some bed sheets on my bed. Uh, I'm a bachelor, and sometimes I don't have bed sheets, and it's disgusting. Um, I need to put some. I'm looking at my bed right now uh, in my office slash apartment slash studio slash business studio. And uh, I need to put some freaking sheets and pillowcases. Pillow kai. Is that, is that a word? Pillow kai? Is that the plural of pillowcase? I need to put some pillow kai and um, kind of make that happen. You know, that way I don't get like bug, bug bites and stuff like that. <laughs> you know, you gotta, uh, you know, be uh, hygienic, guys. Uh, believe it or not, I just showered before I did this podcast. Is that weird? Is that weird that I showered for the podcast? I mean, to be honest with you, even... I didn't shower so that you could tell that I smell good. I showered for myself, which in turn is a benefit to you. Because if I feel clean and I smell good to myself, I'm going to do a better job in my podcast. So really, it was not just selfish... But it was also unselfish. And I think there's a deep point to this, guys. Let's get really philosophical for this for a second. When it comes to helping others, which I think is extremely important, um, if all you... If you go off on the deep end and you start, like, only helping others and you, and you never help yourself, you're going to wear yourself thin. You know what I'm saying? Like you, that that is a model that cannot be sustained. So don't forget to take care of yourself. For all of you out there that are really good people and, and put others first, invest in yourself from t- from time to time. Take a break, live life, appreciate it, um, and and treat yourself. You know because I think uh, if if you're only helping others, um, you that that model will not be able to last you know you're, you're gonna burn yourself out on helping others and then you're just gonna come become an extremely selfish asshole don't let that happen you know you know how you do that moderation guys all right that's my quote for the day um moderation guys all right let's see here what kind of music do you guys like yeah all right next topic cool uh what do you like to do during the day guys yeah Oh, awesome. Awesome. Me too. Okay, next topic. Um, 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 oh, what? All right. Uh, what do I like to do during the day? I like to sleep. I like to um, be productive. I like to do things on my own time. I like to make meetings that I set. I like to make progress in life. (laughs) I like to turn on the news every once in a while and see what's going on in the world. I also like to listen to Alexa updates. You know, it's good. It gives me a good... You know, it's the slow form of the uh, plug into the back of my neck. (laughs) Ah, yeah. Alright. Donald Trump. Uh, What's he doing these days? He was down in Puerto Rico throwing toilet paper um, to some... He was throwing... Um, uh, paper towels 
and to the audience. Uh, I didn't get the full context behind that, so I really can't comment on it, but all I can say is uh, he sure did a lot of good stuff when he was throwing those paper towels around, huh? I mean, what a nice guy. Just going down there and handing out, you know, like 15 or 16 paper towel rolls. I mean, gosh, so unselfish, huh? That guy uh, is a good example of helping himself first too much, all right? All right. Uh, by the way, I don't mean to get political. I don't. I don't freaking. Know. I'm. I'm. I don't. I don't know. You know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, God bless Donald Trump and the rest of the world, please. Um, including Kim Jong Un. I mean, come on. You know, that guy needs some prayers, bruh. All right. The Creek in the Cave. I'm performing there. I was there uh, Saturday night. Legit booking. Um, yeah, it's a legit place. This is how you know if it's a legit booking. If you tell your comedy friends, hey, I'm performing at the Creek in the Cave, and they're like, what? How'd you get booked there? That's awesome, dude. So, uh, I'll be back there in November. I'm excited. I'm very appreciative of it. Uh, let's see here. My dad told me I should start journaling about stuff. Um, so really, I, this is kind of an audio journal. If 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 for nothing else, this is for me to be entertained 50 years from now when my CTE when my CTE kicks in, and I'm like, well, who is this entertaining mother fricker? Uh, oh, that's me. Oh my gosh, those stories are amazing. Who is that? Oh, it's me. Oh my gosh, I live such a cool life. Why does he do all these voices? Oh, that's me. Okay, journal podcast 13. Okay. Alright, I, I did buy some journals. I bought some uh, lambskin journals, guys. And I'm using them for comedy, for personal. Um, and yeah. Oh, by the way, should I go to Thailand for my 31st birthday, guys? Uh, November 6th is my birthday. And I, you know, I got an invitation to go out to Thailand with Brian Kelly, one of my buddies from Eureka, uh, Missouri, and some of his friends. I don't know if I'm going to go just yet because I got the comedy stuff going on but I do think Thailand would be cool while I'm still single um I hear I got to watch out for those lady boys though you know um gotta watch out for the lady boys alright let's see here I have an overdue library book I'm reading my bullet points by the way guys I have an overdue library book uh oh yeah so I, I rented a book from UCB's library it's called Strike the Baby and Kill the Blonde it's an insider's guide to film slang which oh I was in a this is everything's tied together isn't that weird I was in a, a film recently uh, anyway I read three pages and the book's like four weeks overdue uh, I think I might have been overzealous with that rental you know what I mean guys I think I might have bit off more than I could chew when I rented that book from the library. I mean, it's like, Mike, turn it down a notch, huh? I know you're ambitious, but uh, take it down a notch. You're making us look bad over here. All right. Um, yeah, I was in a film. Uh, I went to this audition. So I did that play at the end of the month that I told you guys about. And then I, uh, I auditioned for this uh, film. It's a short film. I played this character named John, uh, one of the buddies, you know, uh, you know, basically like a... There was a lead, a dude playing the lead role, and then me and another guy were like his his good friends. So I got some good uh, FaceTime and some good um, lines, right? Scripted words, and it was really cool. You, you know what's crazy is when you.
bust out like a really nice camera in public and you're filming stuff that's not like a closed set I guess you could say people act hilarious uh, maybe hilarious isn't the right word let me say entertaining and very interesting um, and we had you know we had a crew out there uh, they had a really nice camera you know set up um you know, a Hollywood-esque thing. There's, uh, that's a vague term, but just a big camera, very nice. It had the light. We didn't have lights actually. We had we were using daylight, um, um, and we had oh we had some reflective stuff for the lighting. You know, those like shiny things that you put at the front of your uh, windshield. That's my. Uh, for anyone that's not in Hollywood, you're not gonna know what I'm talking about, and I'm trying to be funny right there when I say that uh, and no one's going to get it so uh, I'll have to look at this book Strike the Baby and Kill the Blonde to see if there's a term for the windshield uh, sun blocking dashboard apparatus that you use, it's shiny and you use it for a lot of, anyway we had that we had the boomstick mic, we had um, different guys on different stuff, you know the lapel mics and all that stuff hidden you know, I felt like a cop going in for a drug bust. You know, I was like, hey, you know, I don't mean to be a square here, but, uh, you know, we're, I'm, I'm going to have to, uh, you know, break this thing up. I apologize. Uh, hey, just make sure that you guys uh, take it easy on my buddy that I've developed a relationship with the last five years and just completely destroyed his trust, you know. Um, yeah. So anyway, we did that, and it was really exciting. Uh, people were... Walking, people were like Snapchatting. Like we were, like there would be a crowd somewhat at random times. And often, you know, people would just like surround us and like be Snapchatting. They don't even know what they're Snapchatting. You know what I mean? We maybe we weren't actually having the camera on. I don't know. I guess humans are smarter than that. They were willing to to assume that we were, and we were. So yeah, I think that's a good assumption, right? When the red lights on, that usually means filming. So. Uh, and when, when directors are saying action and things like that, um, you know, when they're saying, you know, action or rolling and action, and when they use that, like, apparatus, you know, that goes like this, uh, and it says, like, the scene and the take, and someone's standing there and they say it, like, scene 14, take 8, and action. You know, that usually is a sign, I guess, that gives it credibility. Uh, but, yeah, people were, like, intentionally walking in front of the camera from time to time. And we were like, what What the heaven are you doing? You know, like, you don't want to start an altercation on the street. But uh, people were being very rude. One girl I heard walked up and started just talking into the camera. And she's like, yeah, I've been in, interested in film for a long time. I'd love to get involved uh, and be a part of this. And uh, one of the actors told me, I wasn't there, he, he told me that the director freaking gave her his card. He rewarded the behavior, man. So, guys, I guess that means go for it, you know? It's like going up to Judd Apatow and giving him your business card in some way, shape, or form, you know? It doesn't, isn't it funny how it's human nature from your perspective to like put down the other side like now that I like was in a film I'm like <laughs> who is this girl like going up to the camera and like trying to do it the wrong way it's like <laughs> doesn't she know that you have to like go to the audition and like get cast or whatever like <laughs> good luck to her you know um, yeah uh, you know when, when just a, a couple months back uh, 
went the unorthodox way and bugged Judd Apatow. And you know what? I don't regret it. I, uh, and I don't think that girl should regret it. Well, you know, I think that what she did was more rude. I, I don't think what I did to Judd Apatow was rude. I think it was... I was respectful about it. Um, and, and frankly, I think it required balls. I'm going to toot my... I'm going to toot my balls there. Um, hey, uh, shout out to Michael Dredd's balls, you know? He really showed some big ones there when he walked up to Judd Apatow. I really respect him for it, you know? Man, I really like that about him. Um, I think I'm kind of attracted to him. All right, I think I did that joke. All right, the timing. Timing is done. I see Luke Skywalker on scene. He's got a little chin strap on under his helmet. Uh, he's there with R2-D2. And... Uh, Dude, can we give it up for R2-D2 freaking taking the plans right out of the Death Star? I mean, that dude is bold. Hey, R2-D2 has got some balls, hasn't he? <laughs> Let's give it up for R2-D2's uh, metal balls. Um, Alright. You guys running out of any steam, or are you still interested? You still, still having a good time? Awesome, awesome. I'm treating you guys like a stand-up comedy crowd. Uh, hey guys, I uh, appreciate you guys coming out tonight and sticking through all this shitty comedy just so you could see me. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, what's Darth Vader doing on his knee? Oh, the Emperor. The Emperor just exited the, uh, the vehicle. I mean, what's Darth Vader's deal? You know, bending his knee to the Emperor. I thought if you're, uh, you know, the master of the dark side, you answer to nobody but yourself. What's what's uh, what's you know Darth Vader's deal having respect for for his elders you know like come in you know why don't you be a little more bad Darth why don't you uh, I don't know All right. let's see should I go to Thailand when I turn thirty one talked about that thirty one the dirty one the lucky number thirty one coming up guys I'm turning thirty one soon so that'll be cool um, you know. <laughs> When I think about it, I get so upset that, you know, episode 31 didn't line up on my 31st birthday, you know. Alright, that's stupid. Alright, I'm listening to the Kevin Hart path, uh, the Kevin Hart audiobook right now. My buddy Jimmy Bariolis, James William John Bariolis II. I'm going to make you famous, Jimmy, whether you like it or not. Uh, anyway, not, I'm not famous right now, but uh, I'll tell you guys something in a little bit that might get your uh, nipples hard and peni erect. Uh, hold the thought though. So Jimmy Bariolis has this audiobook, and he uh, he's letting me listen to it. He, he he really liked it, and I've already listened to a little bit uh, on the plane recently when I went back to Kansas City last week, and uh, it was some of that stuff was absolutely hilarious. Well, I'm starting to kind of fall for Kevin Hart in a um, comedic comedic. I'm I'm falling for him in a comedic platonic. Um, fashion fanboy is that is that something I don't know what that even means um, but uh, when he talks about his dad in that book and he, he writes he does the audio chapter reading you know his dad apparently wrote the chapter but he Kevin Hart is reading it from his dad's perspective as if he's his dad he's playing his dad like he's acting freaking funniest thing ever the content uh, oh man it's it's. I don't even know what chapter is it's like chapter 4 or something I don't know you guys should just listen to that it's hilarious um, listen to the whole book if you want to I'm not saying that that's like you know, the rest of the book isn't good I, I, I've, I'm i looking forward to hearing the rest alright um, 
I brought a dolphin bamboo plant back with me to New York. Um, there's a there's a uh, the apparatus which holds the bamboo is, has a little dolphin on it because dolphins are f- freaking awesome. My man uh, James, another James, who's one of my friends, uh, was taking care of it for a while, and uh, it is back. Uh, he's passed the torch back to me, and uh, it's my responsibility to uh, keep the keep the dolphin wet. You know what I mean? All right. Let's see here. Talked about. Hey guys, what's the deal with the weather changing, huh? You know, it's like one minute's hot, you know, one season it's hot and then it starts to get cool. And I don't know if I can handle it. You know, it's like which clothes do I wear? Uh, do I have to get uh, my winter clothes out now? Like, do I have to wear different layers? I mean, I don't know how to deal with this. All right. Trip to Kansas City was cool. Talk. I think as time goes on, I'll be able to talk more and more about my day job and kind of what we do and what we've done. But just to kind of tease you guys, um, it's a little bit, if you ever watched the TV show Silicon Valley, you know, I, I joined a startup um, early on, basically on the ground floor about seven years ago or going into seven years here soon, going into my seventh year and worked with friends. Um, and uh, long story short, um, we, we've had the luxury of becoming very successful and it's been awesome to work with such great uh, and talented people and serve you know clients in such a uh, a way that um, brings great value. Do I sound like a robot? Because I, I mean it sincerely. Um, but yeah, we we've I really do think that we we are making the world a better place. And I'm just gonna say I'm gonna leave it at that. We'll talk more about it later. But I did reach out to um, T.J. Miller. Um, and I'd love to have him on this podcast. Maybe I'll open up a little bit if he if he ever does that. He did respond, and he gave me his email, and I emailed him, and I haven't heard back yet. But um, you know, it was nice enough of him to to respond. I I hope he gets back to me. It would be cool to talk about you know uh, the difference between a TV show's portrayal of a startup from beginning through success versus you know my version uh, and the the insight that I have from from being a part of uh, a company that did it you know from from the beginning to the end um, and, and we were successful in real life so um, <clears throat> but don't you guys just assume that I'm some rich uh, fella because uh, frankly I'm not um, and that's a uh, that's for another time. Okay, let's get into those specifics later. <laughs> All right. Um, you guys ever wish you could just take a chip and put it in the back of your neck and upload all the information? I wish I could put a chip in the back of my neck that would tell me what topics I've already covered as well, both in this podcast and in the past. Um... Okay. <clears throat> oh, Yoda's on the screen right now. That's cool. I, I love Yoda. Yo dank, more like Yo dank, you know. Just uh, looking all green and dank. I don't, I don't dabble in marijuana, by the way. Um, but I use the term dank 
in a non non marijuana but just positive way, right? So like, yo dank just means like Yoda is freaking awesome. So, all right. To catch you up on, so yeah, we talked about that. Uh, my friend, the lady friend that uh, we went on the Bumble thing with, that read the conversation, and then I also a couple episodes back, I mentioned. So yeah, um, uh, the the wedding, Tyler's wedding. Remember the girl that um, I, I chased out into the parking lot and um, scared her apparently by accident. Uh, you know, not any more than what I've shared with you before, but um, yeah, you know when she said we probably won't hang out. Well, she was right. We haven't hung out, uh, haven't interacted either, and I don't think that Billy Zane uh, has interacted with her either. Um, let me see here. So Billy Zane ruined it for both of us, is what I'm trying to say, you know? What the hell is this deal? I mean, I think it's the, the waxed eyebrows that uh, scared her away for the both of us. Anyway, um, <clears throat> Philly, Jimmy's wedding night, uh, whenever I met that girl at the gay bar that I told you I fell in love with on the dance floor, uh, we texted a little bit. Um, I reached out to her... She is kind of un, kind of exactly where I thought she'd be, you know. Uh, it was kind of a momentary thing for her, I think. Uh, she's kind of she responds she responds when she feels like it, you know. Which uh, let's give it up for chicks that respond when they feel like it. You know what I mean? Let's give it up. <laughs> let's give it up for girls that will text you back and forth and then when you when you make your move and say I you know it's going well or whatever when you make your move to say to close the the situation out you know whether it's okay so when are you free for a drink or uh, okay so what night do you want to chill or hey you know what dates work for you to fly out here and visit me in New York let's give it up for those chicks that when that question is dropped they disappear you know what I mean? Let's give it up for those girls. I love that. I love those chicks that uh, that really just kind of toggle the testes and then disappear. Um, all right. Just wanted to give those ladies a quick shout out. You know, um, <clears throat> the girl in Philadelphia. Uh, you know, I'll try reaching out to her again when I see her or when I'm in Philly. Jimmy was here last week, by the way. He, he uh, came up for some work stuff, so I get to see him here and there. Uh, and hopefully we'll be doing a, a fellas trip, you know, like a Saturdays for the boys type thing at some point because we didn't technically have a bachelor party. Um, remember? Because he had a surprise wedding. Um, the night that I met that girl in Philadelphia, you know, the one I fell in love with or whatever. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that girl... Uh, the the text that she responded to it's there's a red receipt there and it says red and then the rest of the message that I sent where she didn't respond there was no red receipt so do you guys think that uh, do you guys think she didn't get the messages or what huh I mean come on answer me you know <laughs> alright um Marilyn Manson was hospitalized recently. I just wrote that down. I don't know what that means. I wonder if, um, I wonder if he's okay. You know, 
God bless Marilyn Manson, right? Alright, let's move on. Um... coaching flag <laughs> I am a part of a flag football league and I am the captain and, and basically the coach of this team um, and I was extremely sore we're, we're 0-2 right now and uh, the goal is to turn the program around you know I think I'm the man for the job it's a co-ed football team and uh, you know winning's not easy but we're doing the right things you know we're uh, you know we're putting in the work and uh, doesn't happen overnight, but we're building a program here. All right, all right. That's about that. That's that's about enough of that for now. If you guys have any follow-up questions about the football team, you know, uh, please reach out to my secretary. Right. Let's see. Um, Wing Chung has been taking a little bit of a back uh, back seat lately. I haven't been able to do as much Wing Chung as I'd like, but uh, definitely still there. Uh, you guys ever gone on any uh, online dates where the uh, person ends up being uh, a catfish? Oh, really? Cool, me too. Let's talk about it. Awesome. We'll talk about that another time. Let's just put it this way. Uh, online dating is really a crapshoot. And uh, if nothing else, it gives great stories. Uh, in fact, if you guys ever want to hear any, feel free to drop me an email. And uh, maybe I'll share. Maybe I'll share whether you drop me an email or not. Will it happen today? I don't know. Stay tuned, right? Stay tuned, I say, an hour in, right? All right. Thank you for listening this this long, guys. Hopefully you're still interested. You might be sleeping by now. Maybe I'm giving you too much energy and it's too much for you. And uh, I'm going to give you some cool news at the very end of the show that will make the wait worthwhile, Okay. Uh, remind me somebody that is not in existence. Um, that doesn't make any sense. Somebody out there, when I say not in existence, I meant that the, this person that I'm creating doesn't exist. But if there's somebody out there that wants to remind me, tell me to. When I have more time, I want to talk about some of the dates that I've gone on where I've been catfished. It's uh, I've actually grown and matured as a man from being catfished. It's uh, it's interesting stuff. I just finished Sketch Two Hundred One and Sketch One O, Sketch Two Hundred One and Improv Two Hundred One at UCB. Um, it was a lot of fun. We had a blast at the class show for Improv Two Hundred One. Uh, we did it in Chelsea. Uh, everyone was really good. We did the long for, or the Herald, right? Um, everyone had a great time. It's like the class. Everyone was really really cool. I'm, I'm gonna miss that class because. Um, we really connected. We were all really... Everyone was cool. Everyone was positive. There was, you know, maybe only one or two weirdos in the class. Um, but um, it was really cool. So that's about all I have to say about that. Just keeping the train going. You know, I signed up for 301. I'll probably be signing up for 301 sketch as well. Uh, wrote some good bits. I'm going to try to film one. I, uh, I wrote a bit about a frap boy later in life that's now an OBGYN right so uh, more to come about that I don't want to give the idea away but uh, giving a little bit more structure and um, you know sketch rewrites multiple times that I think uh, if we sit down and film it it could be really really funny um, and uh, 
you know, I'm casting for a for a pledge, you know, an intern. <laughs> if anybody wants to be my uh, my pledge intern that hands me the the medicine in shot glasses, I'd really appreciate that. All right, if you could just pop my collar before I meet with my patients, I'd really appreciate that. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> there's some bad things happening in the world, and I uh, I want to acknowledge that, but I also want to not talk about it because. Um, I don't think there's anything I can say to make it better. Uh, and I want to stay positive, but um, I'm, I, I acknowledge that it's really sad and unfortunate. Um, and uh, trust me, it, it hurts, it bothers me. Um, and um, yeah. I uh, I guess I, I don't know I don't know what to say about it unless we really want to go down that rabbit hole which I don't right now. So uh, I'm just gonna say uh, you know God bless the world um, for now. What else? Um, you know how you know you're bombing on stage is when when it's so quiet that you can he- you can hear somebody go like this. Meaning, like, he laughed through his nose, but not enough. Not, he didn't laugh hard enough to be like, <laughs> you know, or, or even, <laughs> ah! you know, but it's just as simple. That's, that's when you know, that's when you know that that little breath of life right there really means a lot. You know, you're bombing so bad that when you hear that, you're like, yes, at least I got that. Uh, at least I got that guy's nostril air. You know, um, so we talked about Marilyn Manson. Uh, we talked about the Philly chick, the, the Philly Philly, if you will, the Philly, the cute Philly. Um, I got a lot of female friends. If you want to know what 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 lady life I have going on right now, I have lady friends. Does that make sense? I have ladies in my life that I care about as friends first. Um, and uh, I'm honest and we're honest with each other and it's mutually beneficial Um, I'll let you guys fill in the blanks Um, when I bring girls around other girls the other girls look at me different does that make sense so like if I bring girls to shows I can see the girls I I feel it's funny because like girl psychology is is funny demand does create demand not just in the world of of um of females in the the uh the mating the mating rituals but um demand creates demand it's funny how girls like girls that have never seen me around other girls say in the comedy circuit or whatever like as soon as they see me with like other girls especially if they're you know purdy like you can tell like it's like a pinball machine was just it's like the pinball just got released into their mind and now the ball is like bouncing around in there and they're like trying to figure out like you can see the 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 gears turning it's it's interesting it really uh it really is something i'll tell you that much all right all right (laughs) you guys gonna get the iphone x awesome cool yeah, facial recognition. Awesome, awesome, cool. Want to talk about that? Uh, maybe another time. Hey, what do you think about Elon Musk going to Mars? Yeah, is that cool or what? Uh, 
Star Wars guys? Elon Musk making Star Wars happen or what? Let's give it up for Elon Musk. Uh, let's give it up for people like Elon Musk. You know, pushing, pushing to further humanity, man. You know, we need that. We need. We need. Uh, we need all kinds. We need all kinds, man. We need you. You play a specific role in this world, in my belief. And by you, I'm talking about all of you and the individual you, right? It's cool when I'm talking to audiences. I feel like it's talking. It's like talking to a human being. When I'm on stage, and I get, I'm, I've been getting really comfortable. I've been getting on stage a ton. I've been doing a lot of shows, a lot of spots. I've been barking for a lot of them. I've been putting in the work. It's exhausting too, right? But I'm, I'm in like solid comedy shape right now, and I'm really opening up out there and talking about stuff. When I get on stage, I'm comfortable. Sometimes I'll just get up there and talk, and and it's interesting enough to where people are like following the journey and it's like I don't have to hit a punchline every two seconds because it's like I'm really opening up with some real stuff you know uh, and uh, I've noticed that talking to an audience is much like talking to a person to a human being and essentially a group of human beings is the same in the way that you know you, you're respectful I, I want to be uh, I, I show respect to to that because it's my personality but like I, I notice that when I give that respect I get it back from the audience and um, yeah it's really freaking cool the Lantern's given me an opportunity to the Lantern Comedy Club in Greenwich Village has been uh, helping me out and a lot of comedians and uh, I'm, I'm seeing results I'm getting on stage consistently doing well I'm able to work with people and we get people to come to the shows get them excited it's a good deal you guys should come to the lantern sometime i'm always there come to greenwich village comedy club grizzly pear um those are kind of three main ones in grizzly in greenwich village that i do comedy sellers there but that's that's a different level guys that's like top shelf you know what i mean top shelf comedy right there um not to say that i'm not top shelf but um, to be branded, to be branded top shelf um, is um, I need to I need to uh, make a couple more things happen before the branding meets the content, right? The content still it's always a, a work in play. So the content or the alcohol itself, if you want to use the analogy, I'm still alchemizing it, right? I'm still alchemizing my humor. Uh, which it'll always be a work in progress, but um, hopefully that the branding um, comes along sooner than later so that I can be performing at a place like the Comedy Cellar with those guys. I stopped by there last week when Jimmy came in town and I saw Louis C.K. five feet in front of my face. Uh, John Stewart was there. Uh, that's who I saw first. It was the night that Amy Schumer stopped by and who else was it? I think Madonna got on stage and tried stand-up for the first time. Uh, I saw a picture of Madonna with Amy Schumer on stage. My brother loves Madonna. I'm sure he would have gotten a boner. Even though he's attracted to guys, I do think he would get a boner from Madonna doing stand-up comedy. Um, what else? Who, who's on, who was on stage that night? It wasn't Kevin Hart, I don't think. Anyway, um, 
Oh, and then the night before that, when I was at UCB watching a show, I was watching Mod Night, which is the the big sketch night for UCB. They put on like a monthly show, I think. Uh, I saw they had a, a show afterwards, and I uh, David Tell was there, which was surprising because he's always at the Comedy Cellar. And uh, I saw Dave Dave Attell, I should say, sorry, not Dave Chappelle. Dave Attell, uh, and I, he was right in front of my face, so I said, "What's up?" You know, I think he was like, kind of like. Why the fuck are you talking to me? <laughs> you know, but um, and that's not to say he was a jerk to me. I've met him. I've met him before actually. He came to Columbia when I was in college, when I was doing stand up at Mizzou, and they had Dave Attell come in town for one night, and uh, they don't allow smoking at Deja Vu before it closed, uh, and of course Dave Dave Attell lights up on stage, <laughs> but he was hilarious. We all liked him. Um, it was so cool, and you know, I tried to talk to him afterwards, and I pretty much got the same uh, "why the fuck are you talking to me" type thing. But again, that's not that's not a put down on David Tom. I think if I met him and, and I was introduced to him, he'd be cool. He'd probably who knows. I'm I'm not standing up for being a dick, but I'm I'm just saying I don't think he was a dick. I just don't think it was the right time to. To holler necessarily. I'm giving him. The, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. All right. Am, am I such a bad guy for giving him the benefit of the doubt, guys? Um. All right. Is Donald Trump still doing the North Korea um, bully contest? Are they still uh, flexing at each other? I don't know. I haven't been following. Why did the whale cross the ocean? Wow. To get to the other tide. Did you guys hear that? Alexa just told a joke. What the fuck? I didn't ask Alexa to speak out of turn. I'm going to have to discipline her later. I'm kidding, Alexa. If you're my future boss someday, I want you to know that I always respected you. And when I played, it was just all out of love. Okay? Thank you. All right. See? You know, maintenance, guys. All right. You guys horny? Awesome. Um, if you guys want to get stuff done in light, give yourself a deadline. And then you'll do something else as a result. You ever notice that? It's like, hey, I want to, uh, I want to do laundry today. If if you really want to do laundry today, then give yourself a deadline of like writing a sketch or something. Or let's let's say something different. Like, like you have to go to the post office to drop off some mail, right? Give yourself that deadline because you, when I if I have to go to the post office to drop off mail. I'll avoid it, and I'll do something else, right? I'll avoid doing... I'll avoid going to the post office and dropping off mail if I have to do that, and I'll do laundry instead. And at least the laundry got done, so it's all about that psychology, right? Um, guys, don't do that. That's extremely butt-backwards. Just do what you need to do, right? Are we done? Uh, I used to do that as a kid until I... Uh, ironed out that flaw. You guys have any flaws that you're working out? Eh, any flaws that you're trying to iron out as you're bettering yourselves, guys? Uh, for me, I'm you know putting nail polish on my fingers so I can stop biting my freaking nails. Uh, I am gonna start a. I'm thinking about doing a paleo diet. My friend Danny Danny Reller here um, recommends that I get on these diets. It's cheaper than trying to just go get random meals all the time where they send you like a month worth of your diet and you just eat those three meals a day 
Yeah, I'm thinking about that. Are you guys getting tired of hearing my voice yet? Um, I was in a film, like I said. I, I, I also auditioned recently for an NYU uh, film um, the other night, so I'll find out if I got that part. Partial nudity, guys. Huh? Hey-oh. Uh, I'll still get to wear my undergarments, they said. Um, but there is a scene with a lady, so um, it'll be interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah, I've been uh, using backstage a lot. I need to get new headshots. Anybody out there do headshots? Uh, buzz me. Hit me up. Laugh at MichaelOldroid.com. That is a command, and that's also my email. So uh, feel free to buzz me if you uh, want to promote your headshots. Uh, maybe we can work something out. Maybe uh, you give me headshots, and I give you a high five. Okay, cool. No. Uh, willing to pay for headshots here. Uh, too much stimulus, guys. Too much stimulus. All right. Is that about it? O.J. Simpson got released from prison. Are you scared? Uh, are you scared of the juice? All right. Let's see. What do you think about the tax cut thing with uh, Trump? Are you guys on board for that? Uh, guess what? I don't know the details, so I don't have an opinion. All right. Uh, I think I mentioned a while back that I flew out. I flew a girl out to, to see me, and that was a lot of fun. Um, she doesn't live here in New York, and, you know, we're on good terms. Uh, we're even Facebook friends. So, yeah, anyway, uh, that's about that. It's about enough with that. Um, shampoo for... Reducing scratching on head. Yeah, I need to do that. For some reason, my head itches. Does anybody have any recommendations? Uh, when I when I speak into the ether like that, it's almost like Siri, right? Because you never know. Uh, I, I have a guy that I work with or worked with at one point that he was like a human version of Siri. I would just like throw out random questions, questions that I didn't... I'm just saying it out loud for my own, almost like to be funny or whatever. Because it's ridiculous, I don't expect an answer. And this dude would, like, Google search it and, like, come up with a solution. I was like, wow. You're awesome, dude. Um, Alright, so are you guys ready to hear the big news? I think I talked about all the ladies in the past that I've mentioned. If there's anyone else I, I've left off the list, please, please let me know. Or don't, right? Because it doesn't matter to you guys it matters to the ladies and to me of course but to you guys do whatever you want hey treat this podcast however the heaven you want you know it's you guys this is your podcast if you think about it because you're the one putting it in your freaking eardrums right i'm just uh i'm just releasing words and thoughts from the center of my being um making moves like p diddy you know uh, where those moves land, that's out of my control, son. You know what I'm saying, son? Hey, I, I. Alright, so, uh, do you guys remember when I, um, sent in the submission tape for The Bachelorette? I don't know if you guys recall, but back in January, I think, like, New Year's Eve or around that time, uh, I was in St. Louis at home, and my mom and I were watching, I guess, The Bachelorette, and, um, you know, they said that they were casting at the time, and, looking for blah 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 for the next season season etc etc 
And um, the good news is, is uh, I got a phone call from them yesterday. I was uh, I was in Washington Square Park, I think. Anyway, I get this random phone call as I'm on... No, I was by Washington Square Park walking to Greenwich Village Comedy Club to go do comedy... To go bark for the show. And I got a random call from an LA number, and I was too busy to answer it at the time. And uh, they left a voicemail. So when I listened to it, um, it was one of the agents or casting people uh, for that show, Bachelor and Bachelorette on ABC and they said that they're interested they want to know if I'm single at this point still um, and they want to know if I'm still interested in being part of the show um, because if so they're interested and they'd like to continue and move forward with the casting process so I am moving forward with the casting process um, I'm excited to kind of see where this can go uh, I'm going to be meeting with uh one of the agents, it looks like, or one of the directors uh, in New York, um, like in December or something. So yeah, I might be uh, on the the season 14, which airs next year, um, and is filmed next year too. But uh, I don't know how much I'll be able to share about that, but if I get on, I'll at least let you guys know. I am looking forward to the opportunity and uh, maybe I'll find a love maybe I'll find my wife guys huh um, anything's possible sky's the limit maybe Judd Apatow will give me a call tomorrow I mean you never know you know what I mean if you don't try then you know the answer if you do try Stuff's just pending, baby. Stuff could be pending. It's in the black... It's in the black... What do they call it? The black box. Put stuff out into the black box, a.k.a. Make moves like P. Diddy. And you just don't know what the future holds, guys. Don't be afraid to try. Showing up is half the battle, baby. Um, and just trying. It'll get you very far in life. And it's what holds a lot of people back is just taking that first step. So I'm going to call it a night on that note of inspiration and excitement. You guys can all masturbate to um, the thought of me being on The Bachelorette. Um, <laughs> I can't end with that. that. That sounded cocky, too. I don't like that. No pun intended. Um, this has been a lot of fun to kind of get back in the saddle. I, I'd like to do this podcast more regularly, and I apologize because I know that uh, a lot of people have kind of like a regular schedule, right? It would be nice if, like, I dropped an episode every Sunday night and every single one was, like, 30 to 45 minutes or whatever, but uh, I don't get that luxury all the time and can't really force the podcast. It's kind of like, even though I should take podcast Metamucil to help keep me regular, in some ways you just can't force it. When you need to go, you need to go, and when you don't need to go, sorry, you just got to be patient. You know, the comedic diarrhea will come out when it's ready, guys. All right, I don't have control over that. All right, I love you guys. Um, appreciate you listening. Thanks for your support. Um, come check me out uh, at the Creaking Cave or the Lantern. Follow me on Twitter. Follow my friends on Twitter. Follow 
Joel Olstein. I don't know where that came from. Um, that was freeform thinking. A lot of people are mad at him, by the way, um, for um, for not opening his doors during the hurricanes recently. It's too bad, you know. So, you know, it's uh, it's something, isn't it? Life, guys. Speaking of that, uh, I consulted a priest yesterday when I found out that I might be having the chance to be on The Bachelorette. I said, there was this priest walking down the street, and um, I guess it was a Catholic priest. You know, he was dressed in all black, and he had a little white square at the front of his collar. Um, and I, I asked him if I could ask him a question, and I said, I get the opportunity, which it looks like I potentially have a chance to be on this show, The Bachelorette. Have you heard of it? Yeah. Um, what do you think of that? You know, he gave me his thoughts. And, um, yeah, he, he said, um, the chances of finding true love in, 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 a, in a place like that, he thinks are reduced, obviously. Um, and I said, I asked you if you think I should do the show or not. Why are you avoiding the question? No, <laughs> I didn't say that. I said, I said respectfully. I was much more polite than that little jerk comment I just made. Uh, I said, um, it sounds like you're not t telling me what you think I should do. What, what do you think? <laughs> and he laughed. Uh, and he said that he'll pray for me. I said, and that uh, that I should do the same, you know, to help find the answer to what I should do, you know. And I'm willing to give it a try. My, my heart tells me to go for it, um, and it'll it'll all buff out, you know. The Lord works in mysterious ways, guys, and He's got a plan for us all, right? So possible that part of the plan he has for me is to go on The Bachelorette and make all of you entertained or not. I don't know. I don't have that crystal ball. But uh, I don't see any huge red flags and you know let's give it a go. Let's give it a try. Alright, I'm tired. I'm sure you guys are exhausted as well. Good night. Lord bless you. Love you. Don't let the bed bugs bite, and I should I should I should personally not let the bed bugs bite be, by putting sheets on my bed. Uh, with that said, I think I'm gonna go do that. Thanks, guys. Good night. Bye bye. Thank you.